Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello and welcome to this Foot Weekly gameplay episode. Yes, on this podcast, there's plenty of gameplay tips, chat, tactical discussion, and uh, we're talking about subs as well. You can get this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, and it's made possible by the Pods patron supporters. I'm your host, Ben. We don't have Japes this week, actually, because he's away, but we have a host of gameplay expertise, starting with E-World Cup commentator, amongst many other things, Richard Buckley. Hello. Hello, thank you for having me back. Uh, doing very well and looking forward to breaking down some gameplay. And then we also have with us game critic and consultant Brammers. Hello, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Nice to be here. Great to have you. And we also have pro coach and uh, now content creator, Ranners. Hello, welcome. Hello, I'm back. And uh, today we are talking about the only good skill move in the game, the reverse Alaska. Uh, well, that's certainly news to me. We can hand over to our host Ranners then to uh, take the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, people will take that seriously, actually, now that I think about They will. It. I'll, I'll rescue you and we'll move on to what we're going to briefly chat about first. We were talking on the content podcast supporter episode this week about the potential campaigns, promos that we might see next and what if came up. We didn't really talk about it in depth, but it was funny because we did speak about it just before we recorded this. We will obviously talk about gameplay because that's what we're here to do. But briefly, Richard, as we didn't speak about it fully, do you want to explain, Richard, with Foot Birthday now on the cards and uh, with what if, probably not, and um, what it was and why it was so poorly received? Yeah, so the items came out and they had like a, a generic boost across the board. But then attackers and midfielders, if the players' club scored at least six goals, I think it was in the next five domestic league matches, they got a plus two, I think it was. Yeah, yeah that was. And it, then yeah. if the defenders and goalkeepers kept uh, one clean sheet 
over the next five domestic league games, they got a plus two. Mm. So it was sort of like a live promo, but yeah. I think we came to the general consensus that it just wasn't very good. Not only like the premise of the promo, it was very ambiguous. So it could have been anything. Like it got everyone's imagination running. And then it was sort of like a generic live promo. Mm. And also, I think the players that came out in it in the year of the power curve, like between Team of the Year and Foot Birthday, just didn't really change a lot of squads. They couldn't release the same promo that they released this last year now because it would get laughed at in terms of like mm-hmm. the players that would be released because the power curve so much higher mm. than what it was this time last year. And it was funny, Radders, because we saw the splash screen at the time. People were saying, what if, you know, what if Pogba was a centre-back? instead of a midfielder all this sort of stuff and then it actually ended up being well what if professional footballers did their job on a football pitch right yeah it's a real shame that they didn't kind of have different ideas but i don't know whether that was just uh, i feel like it's just the name was the issue right if yeah. the name was anything else it would have been so fine i think it would have been a little bit better it might have made a difference actually yeah and uh Brambles, they can't even do it because disney have the name what if for something that they're doing anyway so maybe that's why we're not going to see it it's disappointing obviously to learn that disney have ruined yet another fifa promotion (laughs) these are the times we live in if there's anybody that ea can't possibly go up against it is marvel and disney (laughs) as well like they they rule everybody but then there's there's marvel and disney that are just they're sort of different level and yeah i think marvel released sort of like an animated tv series called marvel's what if so I imagine that it's it's probably not worth the hassle of naming something the same thing and trying to even like running the risk of potentially having a, a legal battle down the line. Yeah, that probably does put the nail in the coffin of what if, which is definitely not a bad thing. Um, and we can move on to talking about gameplay, which is what we're here to talk about. And we will start by, as normal, going through giving some players that we've used thoughts on those don't have to be positive reviews necessarily just want thoughts and actually obviously there's a restricted range of players we talk about the silvers a lot on the uh, content podcast so we won't dwell on that but if people have a silver player they want to mention obviously very welcome to do that and uh, if not i'm opening up to definitely a wider spectrum of players very welcome to talk about whoever you'd like to so uh, let us start off with runners who are you uh, wanting to shout out this week yeah, my my latest find, shall I say, even though it's not exactly a hidden gem, is this new <laughs> Road to the Finals Maris for sure. I mm. so I bought him, and a lot of people instantly, as soon as I said I bought him, were were telling me how they did not like him at all. So huh? after that, I was I was a little concerned. I was a little concerned, but I'll be honest, I love this Maris card. I don't know why people don't like him. My only thought could be his medium medium because he really doesn't make too many runs. I'll Mm. be honest. So if you were playing him probably at like right mid or something, he probably disappears. But I've actually been using him at right striker. And he is very, very good there. Because obviously he's got all crazy stats and whatnot. But I think his passing like is a little under radar for even those little small intricate passes between your strikers and Cam. Um, And yeah, he's just phenomenal. I, I don't... I don't see a flaw with this card. His like only weakness is pretty much his heading. He has everything mm. else. Nice, yeah. And he and plays for a plastic club as well. <laughs> 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 it's interesting, Radis, because in many ways he's a player who, yes, he has some phenomenal stats, but he does have quite a lot of holes. Really, I mean, his, his physicality isn't great, and I feel like we might be heading to this point in the cycle where you need 
a bit of physicality along with amazing pace and, and dribbling. Have you found that he's good enough on the ball then? Yeah, I mean, on ball, he's disgustingly good. Mm. Absolutely phenomenal. Has finesse out trait as well. Five-star mm. skills as well. Just a great, great guy. Plus, he's getting an upgrade, like, what, in a couple of weeks? Again? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's just a great card. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's a great shout. And let us move on to uh, Bramas. Who are you going to mention this week? Headliners, Luis Diaz. Mm. I didn't even realize that, because I completely, apparently I just forget how promos work constantly. I'd forgotten that headliners also get a boost if there's some sort of win streak. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, hang on. I did, I had this card from uh, from like a player pick ages ago. Why is he suddenly higher rated and oh he's got his liverpool badge what's happened and of course what had happened is that liverpool had won enough games so now you've got an 88 rated uh left mid luis diaz four star four star he's just uh he's great fun and if you've been enjoying his um introduction to liverpool life if you're a, a fan of the red men then he is definitely good fun to stick in your team uh only thing is he hasn't really got that many traits he's got outside foot shot but not a lot else but uh i've been enjoying using him and uh, certainly if you're looking for like a super sub um and you have uh <laughs> an extra two hundred forty-five thousand coins just sitting there waiting to be spent <laughs> pointlessly then um yeah he's uh he's really good he's fast and um seems to finish way more than i thought he was going to yeah carabao cup winner Absolutely. Uh, we had oh, he's, I saw yeah. someone tweet. I saw <laughs> I saw someone tweet Luis Diaz has ended his long wait for a trophy at Anfield. actually quickly on a side note before you yeah, yeah. Does anybody know why he is like 88 specifically? Cuz like so his his only other special card is an 83 in form, right? His well, so he got he got the the he got the so he got the headliner So the headliner's his- boost gets him to 85 instantly. Okay. Oh no no! He came when he came out. He was an eighty-seven. What? Yeah. Oh, they, he yeah. just got like a huge yeah. With headliners this year, boost. they did like random boosts. Oh right? yeah, so, they gave someone a lower card, yeah, like yeah, a higher yeah. boost, didn't they? Yeah, and of course he was in an off league, so so they were like, oh, it's safe to give this guy yeah. <laughs> a, a bunch of stats, and then he ah, goes to Liverpool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So friend of the podcast uh, and of Richard actually, Luke. He was building, or his restriction on his account was only off league players, so outside of the five leagues. Luis Diaz, therefore, this headliners was his best player in his team and he went to Liverpool and he no longer has his best player, which was <laughs> sad for him. But, you know, also increased a lot in value. So <laughs> that's it, that's yeah. I suppose. I think it was 55k at Yes, some you could point. get him for around 55k in January. Yeah, to be 300k a month or two later is crazy. And I mean, he's already had his upgrade, so he's not going to get another win streak one. I guess he might get um, a special item and get an upgrade through that but you never know he's playing well and I think the Liverpool hype feeds into it a lot people are going to be keen to try him out and uh, he's very hyped at the moment um, let's move on to some other reviews Richard have you got anyone for us this week the player that I actually want to highlight has been someone coming off the bench for me after I got him in a inform uh, I got his inform and that's informal Bamiyang from hmm. Barcelona he's just so cheesy and what i mean by that is like i feel like the ball bounces to him at every opportunity in around the box if you if you do like a cross into the back post he's big he's tall he can win it in the air he's got what seems like fifa 19 pace like he's just so quick off the mark i think it's because he's tall and he's quick especially playing the the line or going in behind he he's just He's just really, really good in like the last 20 minutes of a game mm. to bring on and 
and stick it in behind. And he's literally like 30k. I, I don't think a special Aubameyang item's ever been as cheap. Hmm. So yeah, Aubameyang for me. Inform Aubameyang. Yeah, that was definitely a left field choice. Uh, I wanted to talk about a player which I'm mentioning it more because of chemistry styles actually than the player, but still worth. Uh, a shout because he is really fun. The Talas Magno, the silver stars special item that we had, five star skills, four star weak foot, has quite decent strength, um, 99 shot power, 90 agility, uh, good dribbling stats, including 86 composure. I think that's what makes Arania very good as well, actually, his high composure. But what I'd initially done is you know, I thought about boosting maybe a shooting, tried that out, went for basic as well, um, did a few different things. But actually, we're getting to that point in the cycle where it's worth looking at sort of left field chem styles because of the way some of these players are boosted. The chem style that I ended up going for was actually Architect because his dribbling felt fine. He's got 99 shot power, so shooting, especially if you just blast it from close range, it's really good. I put Architect on him. And for those who don't know, it gives a huge short passing boost and a huge strength boost. So he goes from 70 to 85 short passing, which is a massive, massive difference. Really noticed that in game. Also, the 81 up to 96 strength uh, is big. You get plus 10 vision, which is helpful, and a curve boost, which can help in terms of finishing finesse shots, actually, because you're not boosting their finishing. So I mentioned four left field chemistry styles that you wouldn't have expected to be useful. And Architect is a great one for a huge short passing and strength boost, especially if it's a player. You often see them now with extremely high pace, dribbling and decent shooting. It can be really, really helpful. Uh, let's move on to some listener questions. We'll go to two left foot here. I'm generally happy with my main team, but an area I find myself changing all the time is my subs bench. Who are the panel using or would like to use as a defensive midfield and attacking sub for less than 100k? I should clarify that's three different players. Uh, Runners, do you want to kick this off? So my first pick, okay, is actually a card I tracked, packed on Tradable. It is the Road to the Finals uh, Camara, mm. the French Ligue 1 center mid. Now, I'm pretty sure he's cheap. Okay, he's gone up slightly because he actually got an upgrade, but he's like 50k. And, I mean, he's just got what you want as that midfielder sub. I mean, this is for a stay-back midfielder, obviously, not a box-to-box because he like, yeah. can't shoot. But his defending physical is class and 83 pace. And I just really like this card. Medium high as well. His dribbling, like, his agility and lap balance look low. But from using him, he's actually pretty solid on the ball mm-hmm. and just a really solid option. My next option is actually... It's shame Air Japes isn't here because it's for the right mid in a tree at the back. Um, and it's the inform Ito, who I, I've loved using. Oh, he's, yeah, yeah. he's really, really good in game, I must say. But also his defending is like kind of high enough where you can play him in like that kind of right mid role because he's got like the 76 interceptions. But he's yeah. also four star, four star with 96 pace, good shooting, good dribbling, right? So, so he's got pretty much everything you need. You could arguably even sub him as a box-to-box midfielder if you needed mm-hmm. to. And then my actually attacking sub is still that uh, Rule Breaker's Corona. Yeah. <laughs> um, just because he's 5-star, five 5-star, five really. Um, and he just does the job. Nothing crazy, but, you know, just a solid pick. So actually, you know, pretty budget options. And that Ito or Ito came out just recently. He was almost my pick for pound for pound because yeah. I got him as a red pick and I was looking at his stats and I was like, wow, that is uh, some card. Yeah, um, he's actually really, really good. Yeah, you know, French Premier League and he's like 200k or something. Yeah. Um. So quality. Let us move on to Bramers. What's your go-to plan 
um, with subs and you know what would you recommend yeah so i mean i'll probably be less useful for the recommendation because mine are all untradeable but in terms of what i have i usually try to have at least uh, a couple of like overpowered fullbacks that i can just drop in anywhere on the pitch depending mm. on what's happening in the game uh, this is a tip i stole from you in fact um mm. so i have uh the serginio dest card that came out as an sbc um alfonso davies player of the month who's the other one uh, actually, no, not a fullback. I still have the rule breaker Verratti. Mm. And if I'm having those three players on the bench, I can just like, if I, if one of my CDMs or CMs is struggling a bit, they can play there. If I need someone in defense because of a dodgy refereeing decision, um, then I can uh, play them there. And then in, in an attacking sense, I have a replacement cam. Um, I have ridiculously, I have prime Kaka as my <laughs> replacement cam because I'm usually using Maradona who I got very fortunate and got in a an icon player pick um during team of the year um so i just swap them around if maradona isn't getting it done in the second half and then strikers just fast anything fast that that is flavor of the month in my untradeable collection so at the moment it's honorable mentions federico chiesa mm. um who is just fun um and of course flashback neymar because nothing annoys people more in this game than being scored on by flashback neymar yeah chiesa actually has a great shout that honorable mentions because he's 100k which seems like a lot but i think he could do a huge amount for people off the bench you know he could be getting you multiple wins yeah and the key thing is is just those very high base shooting and pace stats and you know four star four star is good and it is worth noting there is a chemistry boost but it isn't huge it's like six chem off the bench so yes i think Realistically, you're looking for that high base pace shooting and dribbling. I, this is pretty much what I have had in mind since the beginning. It's just get a striker on the bench who has very, very high base pace for late in the game. Mm. Uh, I remember last year I packed gold Mohamed Salah quite early and I just used him even when a lot of other stuff came out as a second half sub because he was so fast. Mm. Uh, and this year it's cards like Chiesa. I had that uh, rule breaker Zinaki Williams for a very long time was my mm. sub. Um, and even when it was like, you know, crazy defenses in January, if he came on at towards the end of the game, he could just tear tear up the pitch, yeah, and and outpace the, the slowing centre backs. So it's a really important thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Richard, what about you? You've probably got some prime icons from your jammy pools over the last few months, eh? My bench currently is uh, the flashback Kane. Okay, that was a left field one. I've got the numbers up, Di Maria. All this is untradeable. Oh, yeah. So Di Marie talked about that high pace player. Just he, even though he's got a two star weak foot, comes on skills and he just he could just do do things for you. Can create things. He's ninety five, ninety five now, isn't it? Because he had the second upgrade in terms of the pace. Uh, ninety five pace, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And he will be going to ninety nine soonish. Mm. Just before team of the season, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I think it's April time, so it'll be yeah. just after foot birthday, but before tots. And, and mm. with ninety nine pace, he'll be ridiculous i've got bernardo silver's uh road to the knockouts oh, yeah. so just sort of players who have just been around the club for a while uh, i've got 580 games on him and then arguably the best substitution on the bench is the winter wildcards jabril sow mm. it's just so so good and uh i actually picked up a tradable substitution who you're talking about players who can come on and and, and do a job for you in multiple positions the Brand new Europa League man of the match, James Tavernier. He's ah. like 25k. He can play anywhere across the defense, arguably anywhere across the midfield as well. 
he is three star, three star. So if you're putting him higher up the pitch, just be aware of that. But incredible pace, really good shooting, great passing, good defending, good dribbling. He's got uh, physicals for days. He can just play any position across arguably the defence or the midfield. Yeah. So I would say somebody like Tavernier, Alfonso Davies, who can, those full backs or central midfielders who can play numerous different positions. But I would invest heavily in your bench if you've got untradeables. Like I've still got the rule breaker Fellaini from all the way back, <laughs> just sat on the bench, just chilling. Like if I need a, a defender or a, a, a big presence, I'll bring him on. Yeah, makes sense. And um, do you find Kane effective to bring off the bench then? Uh, it's kind of an interesting one because, uh, you know, most people go for just the pace off the bench, but do you think he actually, you know, adds something? He's got 30 goals in 65 games. So pretty much he'll score off the bench one in two. Okay. But again, he's one of those players that I'm playing four triple two at the moment. If I need to bring on sort of a wide cam and then put him on, come back, he can do that. Mm. If I'm if I'm changing formation, I can play him in midfield, or not to not to flex on the the icons, but I've got enough pace around him where I can have a slightly slower player like inform Neymar mid Pele, mid Cruyff, and then I'm bringing Di Maria on as well. Sometimes there's enough pace for him to have a, a slightly slower player, but even off the bench, he's got 92 sprint speed. Uh, 93 sprint speed, I should say, mm. as these base stats. That Kane is is one of my favorite SBCs this year. Yeah, still, like I think he's he's so so good, and he's not going to get a special item anywhere near that pace all year. Yeah, it's funny actually because Brammers went in for Tavernier for pound for pound, so you're going to get a vote for that one, Brammers. Yes, <laughs> and I, I should plug it, of course, content podcast. A bit of a different episode because of the Silver Stars. It's out on the supporter feed and uh, you can check it out just by searching support for weekly. I wanted to mention a sub that has been probably one of the best subs I've ever used and that is not an exaggeration. He is someone that I got through the Foot Future Stars pack and probably wouldn't have used otherwise, but I would absolutely say if you have 50k to spare, this guy will get you extra wins off the bench, can guarantee it. So much so that I've actually been looking out for the opportunity to bring him on in the second half, which I wouldn't say I'd normally do. Um, it is the future stars Darmsgaard, who I think I did mention briefly in the past. I expected he perhaps wouldn't be so good as player of the month. Vinny off the bench obviously doesn't have the five star skills, but it's still four star, four star. But He's been, I would say, significantly, well, way better, actually. I think it might be the 87 composure, 86 reactions, and uh, decent short passing at 86 as well. Remember, there's a slight boost. I use him on basic, bringing a player off the bench. But I would say the big things are his 97 acceleration, 92 sprint speed, 95 agility, and 95 balance, and 95 dribbling as well, and 92 ball control. Decent in terms of his strength and aggression, actually. 77 aggression. Um, but he does have good defensive stats. 65 defensive awareness is very strong for an attacking player, and 60 stand tackle. Um, the lean body type means he feels amazing along with the dribbling stats, and the defensive stats means that he does work well when trying to win the ball back, and I find he's just one of those buzzy players, both defensively and defensively, makes great runs, positions himself really well, and is really active. Um, so if you bring him on early enough, it feels like he gets a goal or an assist every time. He's fantastic, and 50k is fully, fully worth it, considering that could well get you, you know, many extra wins. Um, so I'd strongly recommend him. Apart from that, I've been using the Future Stars Poro as a more defensive sub. Uh, he's really fantastic. And also Atal sometimes, the second in form, who's pretty cheap. If we're talking on a budget and we're suggesting options that 
people could get with 100k. 100% go with Darmsguard. And then I guess maybe Ito is your box-to-box option. Perhaps can also play fullback potentially if you're wanting a more attacking one. And then as a, a more defensive player, uh, Rana's maybe one final player. Yeah, you probably then just go with the Tavernier, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. As that last option. Nice. Well, I think that does wrap us up for part one. We'll be back in just a second to talk about tactics and various other gameplay tips. See you in a second. Hello, listener. If you enjoy the Foot Weekly Gameplay podcast, then you might be excited to know that there is one every week and it alternates between being on the main feed and the supporter feed. So if you fancy supporting the pod, it's just £3 a month and you get double the podcast every week. And it's a really good time to join because there's a 24,000 FIFA point giveaway going on just for supporters over on the Patreon. So if that interests you, that's double podcast, supporting the podcast, entering that giveaway to potentially win back plenty more than you're putting in, then just have a little Google for support foot weekly. That's support foot weekly or foot weekly patron. And in fact, if you want to go straight to that giveaway, you can just type in bit.ly slash pod spring 22. So that's bit.ly slash pod spring 22. Thank you to all the supporters out there keeping the podcast going. It allows me to put in the time to foot weekly and the foot weekly community that it deserves. Right. Let's get back into part two. All right, welcome to part two. And in this, we're going to talk about tactics first. So, Ranas, I know we spoke to you after that large patch that came out a few weeks back. Uh, have you done much tactically, changed much at all since then? Yeah, I mean, I've been using a few different things. I mean, I, I played with a tree 412 for a little while. All oh, right. Is that Jake's one or just. Um, yeah, Jake's one. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, I, I did one change, which was take getting behind after strikers because of the way I play it slightly slower. If you keep that on with direct passing, they just constantly run offside, which is just oh, okay. frustrating. But then other than that, yeah, the narrow probably is kind of, I feel like that's the most popular formation nowadays, mm. I would say. Because like if you don't play that fast counterattack, it's just you're going to really struggle because of how strong interceptions are, right? So yeah, I think that's definitely the way to go, to be honest, if you just want to purely win games. Well, also how strong defenders are you know like the caliber yeah. of center back at the moment it's like i was always like oh we need faster defenders because the pace differential is so big it means it's quite hard to stop counter attacks if you're you know center backs are slow but they're not just quick now they're you know defensive stats are unbelievable and they do do a lot of defending for you so yeah i appreciate that the fast build-up is, is somewhat important but have you found that actually the three four one two is quite good against those narrow formations because actually that's what i use it for you know i have it set up and i do use it against the narrow yeah no it is good the, the only problem is if is if you make it a mistake you're gonna get instantly blitzed mm. whereas would say in other formations you know if you make a mistake you kind of have more cover yeah, yeah that's true but yeah if they purely just play down the middle you have a lot of bodies there right so mm. it, it will defend strong yeah i think i actually because japes has the centre backs. It's a shame he's not here to talk to you about it actually, but he has the centre backs yeah. on uh, overlap, right? So they yeah, kind of move the into the wide minutes. areas. And I yeah. actually found because I mainly use it to counter for one two one two narrow, that was actually causing me a few problems because you don't really need the extra support to break down yeah. uh, those opponents because you have the advantage in the wide areas anyway. So I did take that off um, just to make it a bit more stable. But it, the only tweet you're saying you made was just to have the forwards on not on getting behind which yeah just sometimes personally because i'm kind of how i would hold the ball outside the box um mm. and wait to find kind of that key pass yeah and it is on direct passing isn't it anyway that yeah, tactic, yeah, so yeah exactly get those those runs anyway uh richard anything to add from your own perspective tactically anything you've changed recently anything you've done differently i've changed into the four triple two mm. recently 
and I have actually been I've been really enjoying it. I think the the current game at the moment you, you've sort of got a couple of different avenues you want to go down. I think especially at the high level, it's either really really focused on narrow, yeah, and it, it's that blitz mentality and really pushing the pressure on the game, or there's a lot of crossing at the moment and mm. I've gone down that route with the the four triple two the wide cams on getting to the box you've always seemingly got an option towards the back post area mm-hmm. and yeah that, that's how I've been that's how I've been playing at the moment how important is it that those players in the cam positions are good in the air like, do you think it makes a big difference because I know obviously you know you think FIFA 19 it, you know, people really were pushing hard to have someone like Ronaldo Ibrahimovic as a cam to do that. I don't think it's that important. Okay. Um, Like I'm using Inform Neymar as a wide cam and he gets on on headers at the back post. Okay. I I really think it's, if the cross is good, like it'll be a goal, which sounds crazy, but you know when you've got a good cross and it's that whipped animation where the, the defender doesn't track it and you just, the ball will just fly straight to the, the foot or the head of your teammate coming in at the back post. I know what you mean. You kind of, you you can see the cross and you think that's going to go in, isn't it? Like when my player makes Yeah, and as yeah. soon as you, you press square, it's almost guaranteed to be a goal as soon as that ball's whipped into the back post area. Yeah. But the general consensus at the moment for gameplay is quite defensive heavy. You can get bogged down if you don't play mm. in that um, offensive mentality, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I think that is important. And also, I think pressing people quickly or, you know, setting pressure, setting traps, that kind of thing is more and more important. Offside traps, well. really important. Oh, yeah, and offside traps. I, that was actually something I was going to say. Like, even though we've had this change to depth above a certain amount, like I, I, I play above 71 depth just to be sure that I'm getting the benefit of what they changed in the patch around depth. But I still use offside trap quite a lot, actually, because, uh, I mean, Randers, we've talked about this before. You do see that thing where your defense will just get dragged backwards towards the goal and it yeah. opens up that space in front of them i'm assuming you're also just hitting offside trap when you see that happening you have to yeah. i actually think you have to yeah. otherwise you're just putting yourself at a huge disadvantage against anybody using direct passing yeah, yeah. or it's not even just direct passing i think if they do an l1x or an lba pass to like make that person go on run i think your backline actually drops and covers that which sets them deep as well so yeah yeah you're right either yeah. way yeah you're just you're just asking to concede a goal if you're not offside trapping in that scenario. Yeah, it's actually probably a good thing. I know people like stuff they can take away and learn the mechanics of. If you're not doing offside trap already, I think it is definitely a good one because it's just so crucial to clear out that space that appears when a forward makes a run, as we've been talking about. All you need to do is double press down on the D-pad and that will trigger it. You could also, though, maybe assign it to another button because it's a little awkward to press that while you're holding the left analog stick which is important for moving defenders so you could if you've got a paddle button on your controller you could assign it to that so double press that or maybe even the contain button which is a on xbox or x on playstation people don't tend to use it that much so that might be uh, a good tip if you're finding it a little awkward uh, let us move on to brown anything that you wanted to add particularly you still going hard with the narrow yeah i mean i i'm the sort of player who, when I find something that works, I stick to it. Uh, and that's been the case with the, the 41212 narrow. It still works for me. Uh, it's get, uh, it, It's actually allowing me to enjoy my FIFA probably more than I have for quite a long time. Even last year, which I really liked. Like, I just feel like I win more games 
percentage wise this year than I did last year. So like mm. I cruise through objectives, scoring fun goals and stuff like that, which is unusual for me. Normally it's a bit more of a struggle. I think the one tactical thing I've changed since I was last here was, um, well, no, it's not actually a change. It's just something I hadn't, hadn't really talked about before, but I noticed when talking about it in the discord, people were quite surprised is that I have fullbacks who play kind of inverted. So my left back is right footed and I have Darmian on the right, so he can kind of do either. But for me, um, I find that useful because I'm always, I know I've said this before, but I'm always looking for that diagonal pass from kind of the middle of the pitch into the strikers between the centre-backs. And if that's coming from one of my CMs, then great. But if it's going to come from a fullback who's stepped up, then they kind of need to be able to move inside and play it on their strong foot. And I value that more than being able to play balls down the line, which I just don't really find myself doing very much this year. Mm. Um, so that's that's been something. But other, other than that, uh, I, I wouldn't have a huge amount extra to offer beyond my usual themes of, of scoring cheesy <laughs> diagonal pass goals. And, and that's although I did, I did after your um, chat with um, Kazooie, I did start doing that fun sombrero back over your head thing, um, <laughs> which is so annoying for other people. Like I, doing it was like, Ginola into the box and then yeah. scoring a bank. Like it's it's a whole new level of fun. Um, I giggle more doing that than almost anything. So yeah, and actually that podcast, people were saying they tried some of the skills and have implemented them. So that was really good to hear. That was the one two weeks ago. Just yeah. to save people going back to listen through it, if they want a reminder, that one you need to be still, but you basically flick it uh, the right stick. This is uh, twice in the direction you're facing, and then once back over your head if you like so behind you and that'll do it and i agree it can be very effective but also uh, it's good fun too it's really um useful and unexpected uh, in a lot like certainly at my level yeah and do you think it works better with bigger players i've tended to find the sort of radius of it is bigger yeah i, I would say like i've done it i've done it a couple of times with um maradona who's obviously very short and it, it's not been as successful but with ginola who is, is big and tall. It's just, first of all, it looks hilarious, like mm. <laughs> him doing it in the first place. But yeah, he can just, and he's so muscular compared to the uh, the fullbacks. So if he's coming in from the side doing that from a corner or something, he just kind of pops it over their head and then just like throws them out of the way and moves onto it, which mm. is good fun. One thing I wanted to mention in terms of skills, actually, a skill that is pretty easy to execute, works very well against the AI and also against humans as well. It's only three star skills, and I think it's well worth learning. Basically, you just hold L2 um, or LT and then dummy, but in the direction that you're facing. And it does a sort of protected little boost forwards, and it really can get you past both AI and uh, human opponents too. I'd really recommend it. Um, Ran, is there anything you would like to add in terms of skills? I mean, one of the biggest things at the moment I like the pro scene is that a lot of people using the lack of cat pass. I know if you've seen that too much, but yeah, well, Richard was mentioning it on a recent podcast actually that people are doing it the pro scene. Anything to add on it, particularly? Well, you just do lack of cat, right, and you just spam pass. Yeah, but basically, the best time to do it is if you're, you know, when you're on that byline, going for the cutback. If you mm. just do a regular pass, it's going to get intercepted, right? But if you perform a lack of getter and then pass midway through it, it often just goes around the defender, so you actually get the pass into your striker. Uh, it's one of those things that it might sound a bit kind of cheesy, but actually, in real football, that's something a player can do quite easily, right? They can oh, shift absolutely. the ball out of their yeah. feet to the side and then pass it off. So that kind of makes sense. For those who don't know, Lacquerta is very, very straightforward, actually. They just hold LB and then um, or L1. Uh, essentially just push the stick to the left or to the right and um or the right stick and you'll get uh, the lacquerata um and yeah i guess you're passing pretty quickly i think that's the one thing to know you know you, you're yeah, basically yeah. doing it 
immediately after you've done the input um, for the lack yeah. of uh, Nice. Um, anything from you, uh, Richard, in terms of skill moves and stuff? I do like the... It's a bit of a pro club's aspect, a little bit. Um, mm. It's very, very prevalent on pro clubs at, like, good level when you're playing 11v11. But the ball roll scoop turn followed by... If you see someone going at the back post, instead of just crossing it straight away, going back to crossing, I know. But the doing the ball roll scoop turn and then whipping it straight away... So say I'm running down the wing with Neymar, borrow scoop turn and then back onto his right foot and then crossing it with the right foot into the back post. Mm. Seemingly the defenders, the AI on the defenders will step as soon as you exit the skill move. And if you can time it correctly, you've pretty much got a free at the back post. So that's basically doing kind of an in-swinging cross because you're going back onto the other side, is that yes. right? And then yeah, yeah, whipping yeah. it kind and then of you're whipping it on the reverse. The back post, like a bit of a diagonal esque. Yeah, yeah, because I found that pretty effective uh, as well. Actually, the kind of inverted cross, if you like, um, and and you know, if you if you find that your fullbacks block the cross quite successfully, they don't tend to expect you to whip it in. Then they think you get to kind of dribble inside. So uh, that can work really well, actually. Richard, anything pro scene related? I know that's something that uh, we often talk about with you. Any pointers? Hints, tips, etc. Actually, I know Tex is having um... a bit of a renaissance at the moment, but often hard to learn much from him because he's so mechanically he's good. just better yeah no it's just some of this shit it's just too iq based it's not like him doing a specific thing it's him just doing ridiculous stuff that you would never even think to do in game yeah know? yeah isn't but it's stuff that's hard to replicate isn't it that's the thing like yeah and there's a it's called the german cross or german <laughs> crossing german crosses and it's basically when you've got the ball in the wide area mo alba if you want to go and watch some of his games he's one of the best at it he will trigger the run from Rude Hullet from the the middle of the pitch. So you've got a packed penalty area. You're maybe mm. on the side of the box. He'll trigger the run from Hullet from deep into the box. And just as Hullet's about to arrive, he'll cross the ball and Hullet will win it nine times out of ten. So if you've got... So it's a, like a really deep cross. Yeah. Well, I think I saw a clip of this. Was it like Benny Bauer or something? Was, yeah, Benny CR7. Um, he, he did it with he's his like, right back or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right backs and centre backs. So oh. the centre back one is, is really strong as well. Basically, you, you get the ball. If you're all in your opponent's sort of half, you play an L1 X pass with your centre back to the full back. And then with the full back, you don't really go anywhere. You just sort of jog towards the touch line. And then just as your centre back's about to go over the defensive line, Full power square cross, it'll whip straight onto the centre back's head and um it'll you can either yeah. bring it down, you can shoot straight away, you can you, you can do anything really. Um interesting. And that that is I guess very good towards the end of games, especially if you're chasing because you know, you start a game, it. middle of the game, yeah. anytime, really. Like nice. it's I mean, not nice, but <laughs> it, it, <laughs> good to know. it should get patched. Yeah. Like right, yeah, it's yeah, something yeah. that shouldn't work, but yeah, yeah. It does work because of like I said earlier. If the cross is good, it's a goal. Like it's, yeah, yeah. it's one of those things where it's not necessarily that heading's really strong in FIFA, but if the cross is accurate and the cross is on on the money, it's almost a guaranteed goal. And um, I think that's you, you're going to see a lot more of that as the game potentially gets a little bit more lineal in terms of at the pro level. There's like two ways to play. It's either the, like a possession four triple two or four two three one or a narrow heavy 41212 or 4312 or 4-3-2-1. I think we're going to see more and more people playing outside the box would you agree with that runners do you think yeah. more people are just going to do 
weird stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's because the defense is getting too strong, though. It's like the the root of all the issue, right? Because it's actually not worth your time to just play through the middle. It, it's too much effort to score goals. So you, you come up with all this random stuff that's more effective. Mm. But I do think as well, the the pro scene, I think once we get lands back, we're going to be back to a good position. Fingers crossed. I know it's been tough for pros and everybody involved, really, over the last couple of years. But I think moving forwards, Hopefully, we can uh, get events back up and running and entertaining for everybody, really. Yeah, I, I can't wait for it, Premier League. Yeah. It should be really good. I'm quite intrigued by the high-level 2v2 stuff as well, um, which we haven't really seen so much before, so it should be interesting. Certainly a different dynamic. And actually, talking of different dynamics, uh, we're about to wrap up, but just to say next week, because it's my birthday, it'll be a compilation episode, various bits of gameplay advice and tips, which I didn't quite make it into that particular week and is still very much worth a listen. And there's a great bit on crossing in there. That's the support episode out on Thursday as the gameplay podcast normally are. The content podcast out on Tuesday should be especially interesting considering what we're likely to get on Friday. We'll try and keep it consistent with the content podcast coming on Tuesday, but I'm away for my birthday on that day. Uh, so just look out for it. it. may come a bit earlier, actually. On that, though, we will wrap up. Thank you very much to all our guests this week, starting off with runners, people can catch you coaching and on YouTube, etc., etc. Yeah, on pretty much every platform as Ranner, so very easy to find. Uh, Ranners with a Z, of course, don't forget. Yeah. And <laughs> also to Brammers. Well, we had this last time, didn't we? Uh, Brammers and Ranners. Absolutely, the dream team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much as well. It's been great to have uh, your insight on this one. Yeah, no, my pleasure. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for putting up with my dad jokes. Thanks, uh, thanks for everything. Yeah, mainly the Carabao Cup stuff. Uh, dad jokes. Oh, yeah. so much. Uh, um, uh, yeah. The one time he doesn't mention it, you feel the end. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, and then thank you very much as well, as always, to Richard Buckley. Thanks very much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. You can uh, find me on social media at rbuckley98 across all platforms. Yeah, and I should remind everyone, again, do check out Richard and Matt's Twitter for the giveaway for their quiz win. Obviously, very belated. It was meant to be last Thursday, but for obvious reasons, it uh, wasn't the best time to do a giveaway. So catch that this week. Also, this month, actually, is a giveaway on the Patreon. Great time to sign up. As you probably heard in the break, you can do that over at bit.ly slash podspring22 or just search for weekly support. If you're listening for maybe the first time, do consider subscribing so you can get those podcasts delivered directly into your feed. And of course, to all those supporters keeping the podcast going, thank you very much for doing so. And a big thanks to those Icon patrons. Dave B, Coach Vass, Dougie, Chris W, DJ FIFA player, Hugh J, Steve C, David S, Matt L, George, Alistair, Alan G, Anthony R, Dominic, Rob P, Pobius, L, Jeff B, Christopher R, Stephen F, Michael, Tom B, Damon H, Nick Jack M, Eric T, Roger D, Alex M, Dan W, Sila P, Matt H, Harry P, Neil P, Adam G, At Pace of a Tortoise, Brian S, Andrew C, Jake G, Michael P, Springford, Zach O, Dominic G, Ruben D, Kraus, Adam R, Andy H, Mikhail L, Orion B, Mindor L, and Tim J. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. 
With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Before I leave you, though, just one more thing to add. FIFA is a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. And if you are having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice and support, or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, I'll catch you on the next podcast. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.